WABC. Hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Here to talk to you on the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Hotline. Now, with guest host Maria Ryan, here's Rudy Giuliani. Welcome to Uncovering the Truth with me, Dr. Maria and Rudy Giuliani, sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Well, happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Happy Father's Day, Mayor. Well, thank you very much, and happy Father's Day to, well, to my son, Andrew, who became a father just a few months ago. Happy Father's Day, Andrew, and happy campaigning. (laughs) Well, I have breaking news. There was a breach of our Capitol Thursday night. Can you believe it? A breach. A breach. A breach. This is breaking news. Was it, was it, was it an insurrection? It, it could have been an insurrection, and I think I'm gonna label it an insurrection. Because I can. Because I'm in the media. I can do whatever I want. So, seven people from Stephen Colbert. Do they have any guns? I don't. Well, that's okay. That's you have no guns now when you're doing insurrection because none of the people on January 6 had a gun. No, but so seven of their staffers went into the Capitol, and during the day on Thursday, and the Capitol police rightfully kicked them out. They claimed to be part of the press, and I have news for you, Stephen Colbert. You're a nobody. You're not press. You don't deliver the news. Half the people on news stations are opinion people, not news people. But anyways, they, the seven staffers of Colbert's got kicked out during the day. And then in the evening, 8.30 at night, when it's all dark and nobody's supposed to be in the Capitol, they come back. And guess what? When they're caught, they say, Adam Schiff. Is he in jail? <laughs> Adam lying Schiff. About the president and trying to frame him over Russian collusion? Well, he, Democrat from California. Oh, well, he, I mean, we know that. Stephanie Murphy, a Democrat from Florida. And Jake, and I, and I apologize because I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Oakenclaus, a Democrat from Massachusetts, allegedly gave them permission, and they were caught knocking on Lauren Boebert's door and well, acting like words, fools. One of the most right-wing members, they wanted, they wanted, they were going to have like a friendly conversation with her. Well, it's 8.30 at night, so I'm sure they're, they're doing their skit. Their skits for, for their TV, they, they don't have any concern for being proper or anything like that. We don't that. know what they do. How yeah. come you're giving them all that credit? Who knows what? Maybe they're going to blow our building up. I don't know. They're not supposed to be there. The cops told them to get the hell out. A member of Congress that spends half his time lying his backside off told them they could come in. Yep. And he's part of the insurrection of 2015, 2016, 17, and 18 when they tried to remove a lawfully elected president That's with right. false, fraudulent, criminally acquired information. Schiff was right at the middle of it. Is that sedition? It, would that be the correct? No, not term? if you're a Democrat. No, 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 no. If if a Republican did that, it would be, it'd be treason, murder, hanging. For for a Democrat, it's preserving our democracy so we can make it a communist government. Well, Hillary Clinton did that um, with the fake dossier that DNC had was involved in that. The whole Russian collusion. So they thirty three thousand emails smashed up. 
Yeah, but they tried to falsely accuse at that time a candidate, then a sitting president, of something they knew was a lie. And when you look at the January 6th committee, you can put on each of those faces there, big, fat liar, attempted to remove sitting president with false testimony. If you believe it, I'll sell you the Brooklyn Bridge. If you believe any of those professional liars, including the chairman, the chairman rules on whether something's attorney-client privilege. How can He's he? not a lawyer. He's, what a bunch of a garbage shame. that is. I, I can't even hear about January 6th, it, it although be, I do want to tell the audience that you have a blockbuster podcast that came out last week about doing, videos that, that um, the January 6th committee has not shown you. So go to Rudy Giuliani CS. Dot com and a new one that hit today. And this is, again, about January 6th videos you won't see, and it's the death. So we knew last week's podcast you had really oh, a lot of different things. They were Antifa. But Ashley, Ashley Babbitt's Babbitt murder. And this week you have a guest on, Kara Castronova. And she talks about the the beating, alleged beating death of Roseanne Boyland. Yeah. Now, you have heard about the four deaths that took place uh, that are all false. That, in other words, police. Like, like, they yeah, said like, the four like, like police. They this is definitely Russian collusion too. All the same methods and all the same phony news media and all the same condemning of me and Trump and trying to put us in jail, and in my case, trying to take away the practice of the law. It's all the same phoniness. January 6th is all the same phoniness. We had nothing to do with January 6th. And January 6th was a trespass and a riot. That's what it was. But you know how it was announced that day? Four people dead in the Capitol. Well, they were inferring it was Capitol Nobody. Police. Nobody, nobody dead in the Capitol from the point of view of protesters killing anyone. Uh, supposedly I told you that day, the protesters there do not have a gun. Not a single gun. The only guns are held by the Capitol Police, and they're using them. Yeah, and they're using them, and they shot an unarmed woman, dead, a veteran, for no reason, because she was not posing a threat to anyone. And there were six cops in the vicinity who could easily have gotten her. Plus, when they picked her up and made her a target, there were two big cops right behind her who could have pulled her down, who also gave them permission to knock the door down. That was my first podcast that's blowing the roof off right now. My second one's going to be about another woman you probably never even heard of who was stomped by the cops. And you can see the cops kicking her. Uh, one was beating her with a, uh, a stick. And then we learned something I never I mean, knew. Was, should I say she was a white woman? Uh, had she been a black woman, we would have had a riot. I'm sorry. What I just told you is something that indicates I am not a racist. People who can't tell you the truth that we have a standard in this country that's ridiculous if a white woman who was unarmed is killed by a cop who's not in fear for his life it goes away it gets hidden and it gets covered up if god forbid that had been a black woman doesn't make it any worse or any better it just makes it different the country would be in riot you doubt that anybody there doubt that um and i learned something new from kara that two other men were killed that day or died that way peaceful protesters so all four of the peaceful protesters died we we definitely know ashley babbitt was killed by a capitol police uh bird i don't know if it's Captain Bird, Colonel Bird, you know, I don't know what, Much Officer Bird. Officer Bird, not revealed for three months, 
and the person who took the video deliberately didn't take a picture of him. In fact, if you watch, if you watch the video done by Sullivan, who has yet to be arrested, it's done as if it was a documentary, all planned out in advance. By the way, this is the second time he was present for a killing. He was under indictment at the time that he was there for being involved in a riot in Utah that led to the death of a human being. And he was let out. He had, didn't sit in jail for 14 or 18 months like people who just trespassed and got 10, 10 days in jail. And the day before, there is a tape of him, which you'll see on my podcast, telling people to burn down the Capitol. But that phony, dishonest, crooked committee of liars doesn't bring any of this out because those human lives didn't matter. All that mattered is to destroy Donald Trump any way you could. And then we see the uh, beating death of Roseanne Boyland and learn two other men died. We don't know more about this, but they were all peaceful protesters. But moving on, what is going on? And I'm told it's not just New York City or state, but there is a program where drag queens do reading hour with young five- and six-year-olds. And Councilwoman... Vicki Palladino was on your show, I believe, on Friday, the Rudy Giuliani show. She is being villainized for saying this is a type of grooming. I, I, I think Councilwoman Palladino is correct. And Eric Adams, maybe he's smoking too much marijuana, but, um, which I, is illegal, right? I know he said it was legal and he can I don't do know that this. He smokes marijuana. But, he oh yes, he was on a late night show. No, I didn't know Bragging that. about I it. He violates federal law. But yeah. What the hell? But anyways, he's, um, defending anyway. this program. It must be just in New York City. I'd like to hear from our audience if they have drag queens teaching their children. It's all over the country. But, uh, it's it, an it, organized program all over the country and in some cases it's five-year-olds and drag queens come in and they tell them how nice it is to be a drag queen. And uh, apparently it's cost you, the taxpayers, $207,000 in New York City to have these drag queens come in and read to your children. I think this is so unnecessary. It is a type of grooming. We've seen gender confusion being pushed on by teachers to these children. Enough is enough. This is craziness. It's sick and it's perverse. And, and Vicky Palladino is painted as the bad guy. The we stand with you, Vicky. Thirty-seven member Communist City Council who have declared themselves as left-wing progressive AOC members, which means they're communists, have condemned her. She's the bad guy for saying, you know, you really should get the parents. First of all, you shouldn't do it, but if you're going to do it, you should get the parents' permission to have their kids get instructed by drag queens and uh, that that has nothing to do with somebody having the view that an adult can make any decision they want about their sex as long as it doesn't hurt anybody else that's my view but boy you leave the kids alone you creep you leave kids alone they're entitled to their innocence they're entitled not to be sexualized at five and six and seven what kind of sick perverts are you if that's what you want to do you want you want to turn the tables you know who the perverts are you are for wanting to do sex education of five and six and seven year olds, why, why don't they want to teach reading, writing, and math in history? We keep slipping and every year. We go down. And you know, um, the Department of Education, which I have often thought about abolishing if I was president, um, they're backing a book 
for high school students that claims sex work is work, that it's been stigmatized and it's work like any other occupation. Are you kidding me? Are you? Do you know a lot of women are forced into this either through poverty or they're being drugged? At the like, border? Like it's crazy. And they're saying, well, high school students can discern you know, what's right, what's wrong. No, they can't. They're still very impressionable. And this has got to stop. Why do we have a Department of Education? Marketing for Streetworkers 102 will be a second-year course at Columbia University. Maybe you'll get a degree someday. Bachelor of Arts in Prostitution. What are you crazy? And where is the women's movement? Where, where, yeah, where the, yeah. the women's movement began with they were all they were all against uh, Playboy magazine, which nowadays is <laughs> Playboy magazine. Nobody would even. I mean, they weren't they against that. weren't Wasn't uh, that original feminist movement against women posing for places like Playboy magazine? Yeah, yeah. It because it it's exploited a, women. Yeah, it exploits and, women. And, and, it demoralizes women. Prostitution doesn't. Uh, we are so much more than that. I and when I you mean, consider that this, you know. Prostitution in the United States demoralizes and subjugates women. What about the sex trafficking that it leads to? Yeah. These people are slaves. Well, parents, look out, so ask messy. questions. The book is called Seeing Gender, an Illustrated Guide to Identity and Expression. Let's get back to basics. Parents, teach your kids how to read before you go to school. And... Um, like, get involved in your kids' education. I think we all trusted a lot, and now we know that our education system is not what it should be. Thank you, Communist Teachers Union. Thank you, Randy Weingarten, from having, after you ruined the New York City school system, much of, much of it while I was there, although I fought, fought you tooth and nail, and then Bloomberg uh, had you for a while. You became head of the whole darn thing, and now you're ruining, well, you ruined, you ruined education for kids in New York 20, 30 years ago. Now you're ruining education for kids all over the United States. By the way, you're not teaching them, you know, new math. One and one is whatever you say it is. Well, last week I met a teacher of special education. So some of her children have autism, some have other special needs, and she was handed books about, I don't know, gender, like you're a boy, but you think you're a girl, all this crazy stuff. And it just arrives in the classroom. Well, you know what she did? She put it in that circular file called the garbage can. So teachers are starting now to passively, because I think they're afraid they'll get fired. As a, as a parent, I don't want to depend on a exceptionally alert teacher. Right, right. I agree with I you. Don't want, I don't want the Board of Education that I'm paying for I agree with to you. send out uh, things that have my child questioning their gender, their sexuality, their, uh, un- until and unless they question it, and I want to do that with them and, and, and if necessary, a therapist or a priest or a minister or, it's, these are personal, this is, but I mean, this is so obviously communist. This is so obviously, this is right out of major parts of Marx and Engels and Olinsky and all of these people. They wanted a country to become sexually perverted because you can take it over. They wanted to destroy, how about this? Morality. An immoral country is a much easier country to subjugate. Immoral. No marriage. What, why do you think Black Lives Matter number two tenant is break up the nuclear family? Because they are put together by a group of communists 
When I said that during a speech uh, for my son, doing campaign work, one guy put up his hands, a reporter. Oh, it was a reporter in, uh, in Buffalo. Are you saying that Black Lives Matter advocates killing police? Are you kidding me? I laughed at him. I said, you, you, you must have your head in some sand here in Buffalo. Some people really don't know, though. Did, did, you, did you ever hear... You ever hear the, you ever hear the slogan, you know, fry him like bacon? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, how about that? Pigs you in know, a blanket, fire him like bacon, and then kill cops, kill every every single rally. And it's in their manual. And number two, get rid of the nuclear family. Get rid of the, oh, happy Father's Day. Get rid of the father, according to Black Lives Matter. Where is that manifesto they put out anyway? I have a copy of it. They've yeah. taken a lot of it off- offline. Number two, get rid of the nuclear family, particularly the father. Happy Father's Day, Black Lives Matter. You know, there's break, a way to... Break, s- break, Time for a break. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back with you. Hoaxes and other fake news stories. People don't know if the videos that they're watching are real. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani. These fake news stories affected the election. Here to talk to you on the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Hotline. Now, with guest host Maria Ryan, here's Rudy Giuliani. Welcome back to Uncovering the Truth, sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Happy Father's Day to everybody. Uh, We opened up with the breaking news that we had a breach of our Capitol Thursday night by some insurrectionists that work at Stephen Colbert. But anyway. You know why we haven't heard about it, Dr. Ryan? Why? I have police department sources that there's going to be a major, major task force put together to investigate this. Yeah. And it's going to be done very secretly. Yeah. And all these people are going to be put in jail for 16, 18 months, not allowed to talk to their parents. Oh, I want to know. Going to be Biden justice for that. Schiff's role in it and Archeo Close, whatever the heck his name. He is. probably thought this was a joke, but he he thought things were jokes for ten years. What were his ratings? About five. I don't know. Nobody cares about him. Nobody cares about any of the late night slime balls. Except but sticking on the education, He's not a right? Slime ball, by or, the way. Even if we don't have kids in school anymore, or grandkids, or whatever. We should care about the education of our children because those people are going to be taking care of us in the future, running our society. You know, we should all care what's going on in school. Schools and teachers are very upset at a Long Island, or as you guys in New York say, Long Island. Did I get it right? Long Island. So teachers at Bryant High School where the principal, Namita Dworka, she's a principal. And she's basically telling the teachers to pass underserved children, to pass them no matter what. Maybe if they don't know how to read, just pass them. One teacher spoke out. She's not a fear of retribution. She wants to let people know that some of the students, they want kids, it's high school, that they want to pass. She hasn't even seen them in their classroom. Now, do you think that's helping the underserved? You are actually putting these kids behind in life if you pass them. They should not graduate until they can read, write. They know who the presidents are. They know math. Give me a break. If you, if any minority or underserved area, which I don't even know what that means. If you're poor, I was poor. 
When I first got married, I, we didn't have two nickels to rub together. It wouldn't have done me any favors to just give me a pass. What it took was education, my smarts, and the ability to move forward. Four degrees. Uh, really, not like Biden. F- really, four degrees. Well, Biden had, I'm sorry, Biden had, you, you're not as smart as Biden. <laughs> Biden, Biden had five. But were you left back in the third grade? No. Okay. No. But but this is where you know I just I get so much, I get so upset with so many things that are happening in our country. But the this thing that's happening in our education system, the sexualization to trying to confuse them about gender. But this a, a principal saying just pass them now, because now, they're they may be poor. What should happen to her? She should be fired you, immediately. You know how hard it would be to fire her. Uh, it would be easier, well, maybe not nowadays, but in the old days, it would have been easier to convict her of first-degree murder than fire. The teachers' union has worked out the sickest contract. So one of the things that drove me nuts when I first became mayor is I'm paying all these teachers who are really perverts, teachers who are touching kids, uh, raping kids, doing all stuff. You, you can't get rid of them until you have a trial for them. They take forever to have the trial. And they days, keep getting paid, right? those days, oh, yeah. In those days, we had real DAs like Morgenthau. And Johnson in the Bronx and Marola in the Bronx before that. We had real, real DAs. Like, they prosecuted people. And they were my pals because I've been U.S. attorney. You know, I got them put in jail before the, t- the teachers got a trial. So I'm paying people in Sing Sing who are teachers. No way. But they were away for 20 years. So well, that's the good thing. That's the good thing, right? They could buy whatever the hell contraband they buy in jail, but at least they weren't on the streets harming kids. This, the teachers' union doesn't give a damn about kids. The biggest, biggest damage to the children of America comes from the organized teachers' union. Take it from me. Any honest Democrat would tell you that, but there isn't an honest Democrat because they're owned by the teachers' union. And this teacher isn't doing it for the kids. Oh, I want the kids to pass. I want the kids to pass. She's doing it so she'll get a raise. That's why. Right, because don't they go by She's merit? She's They go by merit She's about... called cheating. This is like when I had cops occasionally, they would cheat on Comstat. You know what we did? The cops that cheated on Comstat? They got fired. After we fired three of them, nobody cheated on Comstat before. Try the broken windows theory. It's smarter than you are. Dr. James Q. Wilson was smarter than de Blasio, smarter than Adams, smarter than AOQ, combined times two. Well, t- you know... Some of the letters we get more than anything is, what can we do? What can we do? Get involved. Peacefully protest in, in, you know, in front of their houses. We were at a, Go in their neighborhoods. We were at a beautiful protest yesterday. It was all truckers and they were right up at the border, right at, right at the border in, in Canadian uh, border. Canadian border. They were a, sort of a group of the American and, and, and Canadians who do not want to be who do not want to have their right to make determinations about health decisions for their body taken away by the the state, by the state, you know, like the Nazi state or the communist state or New York state, because Cuomo and Hochul have acted like, you will do what I want, or you will have your papers, or you will not have a job. You take that vaccine, or you have no job. Now it's turning out that that vaccine could have some problems. Well, it always had problems. You know, it never should have been pushed like it was perfect. Dr. Ryan can tell you better than I can that vaccines need two or three years to prove out. So we were going on a fly because we had to. People who take that vaccine volunteer to take it. 
Just like I volunteered to take Rimmer Run or Render Run or Render Rooney, whatever it was. It was the monoclonal. Right, I had a yeah, thing, fan, the damn thing could kill me. <laughs> In the beginning, it was the monoclonal. Well, you decision. did it when it was experimental. I made the decision yeah. to take it. Of course, if I didn't, the president would have broken my arm. He, <laughs> he got it for me. And he reminded me the other night that he saved my life. Oh, he did? Yeah, he did. The other hmm. night at Andrew's fundraiser, he said, are you telling people that I saved your life with, re- re- is it Renderon or Renderon? No, 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 it, it was the monoclonal, monoclonal antibodies. But whatever it is, he's, he's convinced, he said, It's yeah, a very safe You weren't going to take obviously. it, he said. You weren't going to go to the hospital. You weren't going to take it. Your wife and Andrew, he said, hoodwink you with my doctor to get into the hospital. He knew all about that. He, hood, he knows everything. He hoodwink, they hoodwinked you to go into the hospital. They told me if I went into the hospital, they'd just give me oxygen, I could leave. The minute I got in the hospital, I knew it was over. My clothes were ripped off me. I'm put under, into some kind of machine I can't get out of. And I'm saying, I just want oxygen. I just want oxygen. And they said, yeah, you got 102 temperature. And what was my blood, my blood thing? Oh, you were only uh, oxygenating at 80%, but the worst of it is you had bilateral viral pneumonia. So the doctors come in and they what, what are you giving me? And when they gave me that phony drug, what was the phony one they told me? Uh, Remdesivir. Oh, it's, it's the truth. You know I tell you the truth. They said, I'm giving, we're also giving you, rem- they, they gave me hydroxychloroquine. You got, you got I, everything. I, I dro- they gave me the, what they call the horse medicine, iver- ivermectin. Yep. They gave me that. And then uh, they gave me Remdesivir. And I said, I thought that one isn't so effective. They said, it's not effective at all, but we have to do it as part of the pro- protocol. I said, what? I said, well, it hurt me. That won't hurt you. It won't help you. <laughs> That's the one that early on came into question whether Fauci had money invested in Gilead because we knew from the studies it was about a 50-50 shot you might improve a little bit with so, remdesivir. So the president and Dr. Ryan have a little bit of a dispute. They don't know it. The president believes it's that medicine I can't remember the name of. Remdesivir? Yeah, no, not remdesivir. No, oh, the Rend- monoclonal antibody. Ren to something or other. Oh, re- and you, believe, and you believe it's the steroids that had the big effect. I, ha- I, be- I absolutely believe the steroids probably had the most impact on you. Now, yep. the rea- reality is I had what would be described as severe yep. uh, uh, CCP virus. Severe, severe, severe. I-, I made them call it CCP virus. In the By the way, the president had steroids as well. We did have- I got everything he had. Yeah. Because his doctor. <laughs> remember his doctor was so wonderful? Yeah. Yep. And, uh, well, I can't remember his name. I spent him two days. I was better, into, and you know why I'm, I'm campaigning so hard for my son. My son stayed with me for four days in the hospital. He was my um, what do you call it? Your nurse? Yeah, my nurse. And and Maria was uh, in a hotel room a few blocks away giving instructions. And he would call <laughs> and say, Maria, what do I do? Turn, do this, do that, do that. Tell the nurse to do this, do that. He was terrific. I don't know. You know, maybe. Well, he should be governor. I was going to say, well, if it doesn't work out, uh, yeah, the governor yeah, should be yeah, a nurse. Yeah. But he should be governor. There's nobody that could turn. Believe me. I love this state so much. I actually thought about leaving it. I kept thinking we have to have a governor who can turn it around. And then all of a sudden I found one. And it's my son. <laughs> he can do it. He's ready. He's ready to turn it around on day one. All the rest of them are, well, on the other hand, I'll do this, but on the end, we'll do that. And then when that happens, I'll be, and then I'll kiss the chairman's backside anytime he wants it, like Zeldin does with this guy, this chairman of the Republican Party. He might as well be the Democratic Party. This guy wants to make us into a rhino establishment. He wouldn't let them use Trump's name at the convention. How dare he? Well, and that's the, and then Zeldin put his little head down and said, "I won't mention his name. I want you to note that General Flynn, for whom uh, for whom Zeldin worked and Andrew worked, made a definitive statement. Andrew Giuliani has the leadership qualities to turn this difficult state around. Lee Zeldin does not." 
Must be a lot behind that one. There must be some backstory to that. Yeah, uh, he knows them. But we started talking about this freedom. General Flynn, that is. Yeah, right, General Flynn. Freedom Conway. Um, is that what it is? Convoy. And oh, is it break time? I think it is. I think it is too. All right. Well, we are going to take a break. Stay with us. You're having so and, much fun. Yeah, we'll be with you shortly. Answer the calls. And other fake news stories. People don't know if the videos that they're watching are real. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani. These fake news stories affected the election. Here to talk to you on the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Hotline. Now, with guest host Maria Ryan, here's Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani, and uh, we are on the Tunnel to Towers sponsored. Tunnel Towers Foundation sponsored Uncovering the Truth. The Tunnel to Towers, the organization that allows you to pay your obligation to the people in uniform who die and get wounded. And they take care of them. So you give them $11 a month at T2T.org. i got to point out one thing about my favorite newspaper. My favorite newspaper is getting me PO'd. They have editorial about, about the DA's bloody hands, and they're quite right. George Gascon getting a cop killed because he let the person out that would have been in jail under any sensible DA anywhere in America. And then he talks about Boudin getting lots of people killed and then getting kicked out. And he talks about Adams, where we've had like four cases now recently where people who got out beat the living daylights out of some other people, including an old lady. But then he points out, while Mayor Eric Adams' efforts to bring back sensible policing policies have already done much good in his battle against crime. Now this is suck up time, big time. What the hell is wrong with the uh, what the hell is wrong with the uh, post? Adams has brought sensible policing back, and it's already done much good. Well, let's say he's brought sensible policing back. Much good means crimes up forty percent, guys. Yeah, it we doesn't make any crime. sense. More There's more policy. crime under him than De Blasio. You have in your newspaper today two things that should have blown your head away. You've got two police commissioners, two different police commissioners, I think it's Bratton and Kelly, oh no, Safer and Kelly, one mine and one, and one Bloomberg's, who say that the uh, anti-communists should be playing calls. So, so. Well, we are going to go to our phone lines with Christine from Connecticut. Hi, good morning, everybody. Happy Father's Day, Mr. Mayor, and to all the dads out there. Well, that's very nice. Thank you. I'm a transgender woman, a conservative woman, and I'm totally against LGBT issues being taught in elementary and junior high schools. And and if you're authorizing school uh, public money for drag queen hours, story hours, too, that's, that's totally wrong also. Why do you say that? Tell me. I mean, it's uh, interesting because, coming for you. Because I think in school they're being promoted that being trans is cool, promoting an ideology, which is totally different from gender dysphoria. No one chooses to be trans. Living with gender dysphoria is absolutely brutal to live with. 40% of all trans people attempt suicide, and three years ago this month I was one of them. I'm sorry to hear that, Christine. It's my greatest failure, and that's why God lets me have the chance to tell my story to try to help others. 
Oh, thank you for that, Christine. Thank you. Christine, that means a lot. May I say something to you, Christine? Christine, yeah. God, God made you who you are. And embrace it. And we love you. We love you. You could be transgender or not. Or The question is everybody should have a free choice to determine what they are. We shouldn't try to... We shouldn't try to brainwash them into being male, female, transgender, or anything. Let them find out what they are. And that's going to be a lot healthier. It is true that a lot of the community has to get over the prejudice. But you have to remember that God loves you. And I'm sure you make the, the, the empathy that you have. Just think of how many people you can help that you're not able to help if you should take your life. Please think of that. Well, great words of wisdom, Mayor Giuliani. Well, I deal with people thinking of suicide, and it's it's. You have a mission in life, my dear. You do. You you just performed it somewhat, and you can perform it even better right now, so that we don't get distorted and we all end up hating each other. People like you, I think everybody can embrace and love, because you have like a full understanding of it. We need you, so please keep calling my show. Please, please, please. I want to keep hearing from you. Great. You know, you're absolutely right, Mayor. What we protest against is is confusing our children. This has no place in schools at all throughout high school. It's going to cause more suicide. It's going to cause because more issues. Take kids either way yep. that are uh, naturally inclined either way. And when you start pushing them in a different direction, you don't know what kind of damage you do to their heads. I mean, this is a very sensitive area. This is the most sensitive area of human behavior. Mm -hmm. It should be dealt with gently and carefully, without salesmanship, without marketing, without any of that stuff. People have to go into themselves and find themselves. That isn't done by bringing in drag queens. You know, if you have a conversation with most people, they can remember in school when something bad happened to them, whether they were picked on or whatever. They are so impressionable when they are young. They never forget it. They can be an adult, 50 years old, and they'll say, I never forgot in third grade, five kids were calling me fat or, or whatever. You know, very serious stuff. They never forget it. Yeah, I, anything that happens in that first five years, ten years, consider it uh, elephant size. Yeah, gigantic. yeah, Compared it really the impacts same thing them. Said to you at 35, and it would be a little off, off, a little offense. And you'd feel bad about it and you forget it. You know, a little self-disclosure on the same line is uh, I was very, very young. I don't know if we were going to church or whatever. We were over at my grandparents' house. And my great-grandmother said to me, I, I was wearing a dress and I think black tights. And she said, oh, instead of saying you look nice, she said, oh, you look good from like the waist up. You know, she didn't like the black I never forgot that. But anyways, let's go to Vic from Pennsylvania. Vic? Well, I guess we don't have Vic. So just put anybody else on. <laughs> Let's see. We have a Let's whole... Let's take potluck. Go ahead. Put somebody on. Who do we have? Edward? Edward, Hi, Edward. Good morning. Hey, Hi, good Edward. Morning, We're Mr. here in Syracuse and you're in Manhattan. Yeah. Good uh, morning. I have, two, I have two quick questions for you. Number one, um, given the fact that Biden is trying to use the uh, the Chinjaganti defense of trying to act like he doesn't know what's going on, <laughs> in 2024, should we get a change of 
leadership and a new president, would you ever accept Trump's uh, question to, to, to prosecute the Biden family, uh, to put it out there and let the people know, number one? And number two, Mr. Mayor, I, I'm, I, lo- I love your show. I've been listening quite a bit. And I've always wanted to ask you this because you were a great mayor and you you really saved our city. Um, What was the biggest mistake that you you made during your tenure as mayor? Um, Just curious to know what you thought about that. Sure, uh, sure. That's a great question. Yeah, I I, I live with the the serious mistake today. Uh, My view of being mayor, and it's what I instill in my son now that he's thinking of being governor, and which I find so lacking in so many of these people, Biden, Adams. I, I wanted us, you know, day one and had it all get fixed. And I pretty much, I don't, I don't say that I fixed everything on day one, but I, crime started to go down immediately, not like Adams, up 40%. The city started to feel better almost immediately. About December of my first year in office, a young girl, Elisa Esquerdo, was killed. She was abused. Oh, my God, you remember her name, and, too. Uh, I went to her funeral. It was at the church that I went to church in in Brooklyn. And I uh, came out of there, and I said to myself, um, I didn't take a good enough look at child welfare because it was stupidly stuck in the welfare department. Okay. The welfare department is, you know, billions and billions of dollar department. Child welfare is much smaller. That's, that's all the welfare that comes to all the people that don't work in New York, hmm. of whom there were 1.1 million. So the child welfare agency is just a little tiny agency, and every time they ask for money, it gets sucked up by the welfare going to the people not working. This has been going on in New York City for 30 years, and I always knew there was something wrong with it, but I never took the time to investigate it like I did everything else. Mm. So I took my best investigator, who was my commissioner of investigation and my partner in the U.S. Attorney's Office, the guy who put Mario Biaggi in jail, Mm. (laughs) Howard Wilson, and I said, Howard, in one month, not one of these big, long studies. Just you, Howard. Tell me how I have to change that thing. Damn it, that's never going to happen again. And Howard came back, and we set up the uh, Child Welfare Agency, the Child Administration for Children. And it was a separate agency. It became all on its own. Therefore, the, and he reported directly to the mayor. We took it out of the bowels of the bureaucracy, mm. and we moved it up to being like the police department. Mm. And I have to tell you, we changed a lot of cities who then went ahead and did the same thing. And so I get a lot, whenever I get a lot of credit for that, and I do, I get called to cities to explain how I did that. And Howard has since passed on, God bless him, God rest his soul. Uh, I begin with, I shouldn't be here because Howard is the one who figured this out. And I blew, you know, blowing, blowing 10 months means you blow lives. Government's not a game. These people treat it like a game. And that's why you know you did the best you could, but what a beautiful story! And and I have to say, New Hampshire has disappointed me. We are a very low tax state, right? We don't have a sales tax, a state tax, so we don't have a lot of services. We believe everybody should work, work hard, and um, but our what we call DCYS, Department of Children and Youth Services. We do see, unfortunately, a lot of uh, kids being abused, neglected, died, not investigated uh, properly. You're right. The yeah. Blasio ruined it. I mean, once again, Bloomberg, who I have great respect for, you know that, even though we disagree with each other on national politics probably completely now, but I have great respect for the kind of mayor he was. Bloomberg, uh, although he moved Nick Scapetta over, who really is the genius who put it together, and Nick became a great uh, fire commissioner, 
uh, Bloomberg kept uh, children's services really, really excellent. But um, since then, it's been – as soon as this city went back into the hands of real Democrats, this city went down. Let's face it. Democrats should not be running old American cities or old American states. How about the whole state? Yeah, the whole state. Like the, This is a Democratic uh, uh, dictatorship. Yeah. I mean, the judges, I mean, it's a Democratic dictatorship. The sickest thing I've ever seen in my life happened in New York State when the assembly voted to kill a kid, like uh, whether it's nine months in the baby's, in the womb, you could, you could kill that kid, and they lit up. Was it the Empire State Building or something? They also cheered and had a a, uh, celebration in Albany. Yeah, that's what I mean. mean, It was uh, sick. Any, Any abortion. Whatever your position on abortion, it has to be a serious one and it has to be a sad one. I mean, if um, if the mother has to go through a birth, even though it's very, very laborious and very difficult and they don't have the money for it and it's really challenging and whatever, that's a difficult situation. And if a mother makes the decision to, to, to abort, uh, let's say, at an early stage, that has to be a very serious decision because it's not nothing. I believe now in my reflections on this, that it's life. And you can't escape that. And I also think the distinction between potential life and life is a somewhat meaningless distinction. I used to make that distinction, but I've come to believe, and probably because of the excesses of the left, the thing that really switched me is when that when that um, governor in Virginia said you could kill the baby after it's after, out of the womb. And that guy was a pediatrician. That's the most bizarre well, thing. Well, I said I, I made a mistake in giving them, I, I felt like, what Cardinal O'Connor warned me about once was right. You give them an arm, they'll take everything. Well, just like that, that's the argument with gun control. Yeah. You know, it's a slippery slope. Well, let's go to Pam in New Jersey. Oh. I think it's oh. time for a break. So we're going to have to add. Pam, could we ask you to stay on and we'll take you when we come back? Sure. Okay. Thank you, Pam. and other fake news stories. People don't know if the videos that they're watching are real. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani. These fake news stories affected the election. Here to talk to you on the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Hotline. Now, with guest host Maria Ryan, here's Rudy Giuliani. Welcome back to Uncovering the Truth, sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation on this great Father's Day. When we are on the road and we don't have the staff right in front of us in the control room, there's a little slip up and I apologize. I called on Pamela when we were supposed to go to the, go to break, but we'll put Pamela on right now. Okay, thank you. Um, yeah, the June 16th break-in into our capital. They were skulking about Kevin McCarthy and Lauren, Lauren Bobart's office. Huh. They were arrested and they were released. <laughs> Interesting. When you're a Democrat, you're released when you break in. Um, wasn't that possibly an insurrection? They were causing quite a commotion. They were <laughs> well, they were earlier uh, in the day, well, and then you... they came back. That's right. So they knew they weren't supposed They really knew they weren't supposed to. If they got kicked out for not having the right credentials. But this is what they said. They said they had permission from Adam Schiff, the guy from... Uh, the Dem from uh, Massachusetts that I can't pronounce well, his name. They were involved in trying to overthrow the government just a few years ago. So uh, Schiff, Schiff is a two-time loser. I mean, Schiff was involved in overthrowing the government when he falsely asserted that there was Russian collusion and we should remove the president on false evidence. 
He's never presented the witnesses he has, which makes you know that there are no witnesses. I mean, what kind of crime it is, is it to propound a false crime against the president? Oh, I think it's a huge. And move it to an impeachment to try to remove him from office on false evidence, on a false charge that implicates national security. Rudy, well, this, this is why so many people. This is why so many people are demoralized because they never see anybody being held accountable. Well, we're Democrats. Right. It's a two-tiered system. There is no doubt. Now, if you, if you want the proof of a two-tiered system, and don't give me this stuff that it isn't, if any, any of this stuff about Hunter Biden was about Don Jr. or Eric, uh, would I be talking to you about it or would they be in jail? Come on. Let's, let's suppose Don Jr. three years ago walked into a store, bought a thirty-eight revolver, had been in, in drug uh, rehabilitation five times, and was currently using drugs, and there were pictures of him driving an automobile, smoking crack two days earlier, and signed that he wasn't an addict, and then walked out with it and possessed it, and then got caught by the police or the Secret Service or the ATF. What are the chances that it wouldn't be even lead to an arrest? The Secret Service covered up for him. I don't think that's their role, to cover up. Secret Service covered up for him, and they lie about it, and they covered up for and they covered up for Biden several times. This one is clear. There is a witness who they'll never call, uh, who owned the gun shop, who said the Secret Service came and wanted the records. And yeah, they said, wanted to destroy the records. Well, he said, I'm not giving it to you. I know. I love it when this people is, this stand is up. jurisdiction. What are you doing trying to get the records? You're probably going to try to cover up for this. Well, I mean, he could see. Never mind. But, I mean, <laughs> if anybody doubts that there's a double standard, then please, please go back to school. You really are too stupid to be uh, assessing affairs of state. There is clearly a double standard between Republicans and Democrats. Navarro getting arrested, coming off an airplane for a dispute with Congress, which is an allegation, not even a, a, a proof of anything, and it carries, it carries one year in jail. Meanwhile, we got people like a guy let go in New York where 30 years is at stake, and we let him go. But he's not a Trump guy you can go after. How about going after my law license because I'm a danger to create a riot when a court in District of Columbia, an Obama judge, has already ruled that I'm not, but the left-wing bar associations who fail to ever find conservatives qualified for the court because they're so damn left are going against me. It's so wrong what they've tried to do to you, Rudy. They're not even lawyers anymore. They're, no, they're not. They're, they're activists. They have no idea. Activists. They have no idea of what the principles of our great profession are all about, and they're, they're a desecration to it. And the worst part of it is other lawyers aren't speaking up to defend me because everything I did, I did as a lawyer. And someday somebody on their side is going to need that, that kind of defense. They're going to have a hard time finding somebody who's got the guts to do it. You know, in the circles, the legal circles that I've been around, you're known as one of the best lawyers of, of our time. And especially your prosecutorial skills, you've prosecuted more people as district attorney than anybody. I prosecuted more significant, dangerous criminals, certainly a lot of part of the 20th century, anybody in America. And no question about that. And, uh, and, I, and because I had a great staff and because I used honest, honorable principles to do it. Not the way in which these uh, gangsters put shackles on somebody for a misdemeanor because he worked for Donald Trump. They should be they should be disbarred. Not me for defending my client. 
And they won't even they won't even look at the proof that I have for every single thing I said. And the stuff that I said about stolen election is starting to get proved independently. Oh, my God. John Solomon, Solomon of Just the News just put out an article compiling all the evidence that's come out since the election. A lot has to do with the legal changes that some of the um, election boards made in particular states that didn't go through their legislature by law. And others were outright fraudulent. Yeah, all, all, others were 700,000 ballots being counted in Pennsylvania where Republicans were put behind barriers, not able to see a single ballot, with four or five members of the bar who were willing to testify under oath that the judge wouldn't hear their testimony. That was the most disgusting things. The judges wouldn't even allow the citizens to testify. No. That's why we went to state legislatures. Because they wanted to make it sound like it was Trump and Giuliani saying it, not 350 citizens of Pennsylvania saying it. Oh, and that, it was so much more. Those are the only ones that you got an affidavit. There was so much, so short of a time frame, there was many, many more people. And people being threatened, people being thrown to their law firm. Hey, yeah, that's right. That happened all the time. And that's why we now live in a semi-fascist state under yeah, Biden. People are afraid. People are oppressed. Conservatives are oppressed. But let's go to William and see what he has to say. My middle name. Uh, good morning. Happy Father's Day and God bless America. Happy Father's Day. Oh, I you, like William. that. God bless God America. Bless America to you. Uh, you, you started off, uh, Mayor, talking about how at, uh, up, up, up in Buffalo you had a reporter there who didn't know the basics about the BLM agenda. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, yeah. do conservatives do what they should to get the word out? Let, let me make an example here. Please. I used to get from the late Rush Limbaugh every day an email which consisted of the gems, transcripts of the gems of his broadcast. There are so, there's so much wisdom that's being put out on the airwaves every day by conservatives, and it just the words just disappear into the ether. They need to Ooh, be transcribed by by somebody like a, a conservative equivalent of George Soros to get the word out. For example, those millions who didn't know about Hunter's laptop, and had they known, they would have voted differently. The, the word needs to be – we have to message – it's not just the Democrats in Congress who are doing a lousy job of messaging. It's the conservatives, the patriots. You're so right, William. Would you like that job? <laughs> Oh, no, you're right. You're right. No, he well, is I'm, right. I'm doing my my own part uh, from doing a constitutional history. I would gladly uh, appropriate somebody else to do that scut work there. Okay, no, no, great, no, no. William. I am really appreciative that he's yeah. absolutely right, and we're going to take him to heart. We try, we, William. We try our best to do it, but you just gave us a very good suggestion, and we may very well put one out or get a few other people to do it with us. Yeah, that's a great idea. I, I love it, and I and I agree. We often say we don't get the word out. We don't know how to communicate. You look at the Dems in the House; they used to. I don't know if they still do. Yeah, they used have, to get talking points every he's right. single he's day. Right. We have heavy barriers, but that shouldn't stop us. We're more talented than they are. And, God bless America. Bless America. Have a great week. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best-kept secret. And visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.